and welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside podcast where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of marching on together. My name is Chuck Bailey and you join me on another one of our pre-season preview podcasts where this week we're going to be talking about Leeds United, uh, the Mighty Whites or Dirty Leeds, whichever way you prefer it. Um, joining me today uh, is a bloody wonderful bloke that I'm really looking forward to talking to. Uh, it's my good man, Christian. Christian, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, living well, mate. Living well. Enjoying good, good. the, uh, well, relative sunshine, I guess. I don't know. Roads are quiet, innit? Schools. <laughs> Enough of this small talk. Um, you are obviously a Leeds fan. That's why we have you here today. Uh, I guess the accent gives it away a little bit as well. Um, oh, my sins, I am. <laughs> um, I want to give you the opportunity to tell us a little bit about your, your Leeds story, your your history, how you how you became a, a Leeds fan. Okay, well, yeah, I'm from Leeds recently. Didn't support them. I suppose you could say when I was first there, born. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Uh, but I um, started supporting them when I sort of like got to make my own mind up about what stuff. It's yep. a lot of family stuff. So my dad supported Leeds, but my dad wasn't living with us. So yep. I was a Liverpool supporter. And he could say, okay. yeah, I was, a, I was a glory supporter when I basically, <laughs> when Leeds um, won the the title in 92. Yep, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I have followed them thick and thin since then. <laughs> so I've not swapped, swapped me allegiances since then. Nice. So how have you kind of felt, obviously, then kind of seeing Leeds through the, I guess, then like the formation of the Premier League to then having, uh, obviously, the, the financial issues and, and crisis that you did have um, through overspending at that time? How do you kind of compare Leeds through the through the Premier League, I guess, uh, up until kind of now and the, the latest kind of Leeds well, team we see? I think it's a fair mistake, though, isn't it, doing the Leeds? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but um, the least thing I think the owners now obviously are a lot better. Yep, I've got something to say about that later on. Okay, but, yeah, we'll, but, we'll um, save that. We'll save that. That's no worries. Um, yeah, I, th- I think now, yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a it's a better run club. Definitely, you can see other clubs not being run as such as well. Mm-hmm. Now we should be fine. If we'd have gone down, that'd have been a nightmare. Yep, but um, yeah, really. So yeah. it's like it's been a long, been a long. I think process. you've done well. At least, at least for me, I don't know. Like the image of Leeds, obviously, you know, I joke about it at the start, the dirty Leeds thing, and and how you were um, back in like the the nineties and stuff. But now, I like I can't help but find this Leeds team. I guess maybe it's it's partly Bielsa in the way you were playing, but like quite likable. Really, in like the kind of popular overall football people that are just watching the Premier League kind of thing. Yeah, they're still hated though <laughs> by the by well, United, by, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah but... by the fans. They're still they are still called dirty Leeds, but like, it, everyone was dirty back in them days. <laughs> it is they very true. It's unfortunate <laughs> that you're the ones that were stuck with that. Yeah, they all were. I mean, we still we still get yeah called it now. Obviously, which mm-hmm. it's not true. Because obviously with Bielsa, we won that, um, the what was it? Like um, some sort of fair play award or something like that. Yeah, the like fair that. play award for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just like, it shows, ugh, people are going to hate this, but it shows how big Leeds are still. Right. Lots of fans, lots of fans will say, no, yep. not, Leeds aren't big anymore. But they still get talked about all the time. Yep. 
Well, I think <laughs> you've you, you've had like a, you're you're a club that's followed like incredibly passionately. You know, we've yep. compared it. I'd, I'd compare it to teams like Newcastle, where it's like you know a big part of the city. Um, even teams that you know teams are kind of in a similar situation that you probably found yourself previously, like Sunderland, that dropped down quite away and they're now starting to come back up, but still have a really strong following. Um, yeah. What would you say? It's I, I mean, just to caveat also what you said. You won you won the the fair play award a few years ago. Fine, um, but you got a hundred and one yellow cards last year. Uh, that was the most by 19 so <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe yeah, those are, those days are over but you know it was a desperate season I guess uh, it in was the end. a desperate season um, it's oh, I'd love to Bielsa yeah tell, so talk much. to us talk us through the Bielsa of it all because he obviously you know the um, the documentaries that came out obviously the Spygate the whatever what was what was Bielsa like for you as a Leeds fan I loved him yeah, I think all Leeds loved him, and I think it it wasn't just about the club. Mm-hmm. It was more about what he did for the city of Leeds as well. Yeah, and if you read if, if you read Calvin Phillips, who's left now, he said basically and Rafinha. Yeah, and they both said be able to change their lives, and it cha- it, cha- it changed the city. Yeah, um, I don't live in the city, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going by what I speak to people about, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it changed everything, like the attitude towards everything, and yeah, mm-hmm. when he left, it was good. I just thought we had. It wouldn't change. That that was the yeah. problem. It wouldn't change. We needed did need new new players, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you didn't sign anyone in the January just nah. gone, did you? Um, we wanted to rely on youngsters. We've we, we've had a fair few decent ones come yep. through. Yeah, and. Um, he, need, he did need to change, but we're still gutted. Yeah, you didn't really see him ever. I mean, you know, your injuries kept piling up, kept piling up. Yeah. And you were only playing the same rate. And and I guess key injuries as well, like Calvin Phillips hardly played last year. Um, Patrick Bamford, who had had an amazing turn, uh, completely unexpected, I, I I would say, especially for myself. Um, yeah, because you love it, don't you? Uh, yeah, not so much. Um, I, don't, I don't mind him anymore. This is this is the problem, right? When Leeds came up, I was like, no, I want to hate them, blah, 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 whatever. And then they were amazing. They were so much fun to watch. And then the second season, last season, I really wanted them to do well. And then I just felt like I cursed them. I was apologising to you so many weeks, yeah, you <laughs> dropping you text messages. And uh, I felt bad because, yeah, I mean, uh, who else were you having injuries to? Liam Cooper, um, your whole back line. Uh, Jack Harrison was out for quite a while, I seem to remember. Um, I, really, <laughs> this is, I don't actually really rate Liam Cooper that much, but... I didn't anyway. Mm-hmm. But when you saw he came back, he just yeah, he yeah. was the leader. Yeah. He's not the best player in the history of mankind by any way, shape or form. No, but sometimes in that situation that's the type yeah. of player you need, just someone who's gonna make you pull your socks up really. Um yeah, really. Yeah. So and, um, sorry, cool. No. Uh so yeah, under Bielsa obviously it became a bit dog, dog yeah, stuck to his dogma and, and do you think it was do you think if he'd have stayed, you would have gone down? I mean, it's easy to say now afterwards because you did survive. Spoiler uh, alert for everyone who, anyone who didn't look at the Premier League table from last season yet. Um, <laughs> and with the change to March. So do you, are you surprised it didn't happen sooner, maybe? Um, I think we should have... Uh, it's so difficult to say 
Because yeah. we've probably lost a lot of our... We've lost two of the main players already anyway. Yeah. But we wouldn't have been able to get other players in, yep. which no one really knows about anyway at this point mm-hmm. in time. Yep. But I think a lot of the younger players might have left as well. Right. Uh, but I don't... It's... I think we'd have stayed up because we were getting we were getting major players back. Yeah, yeah. And we also had an easier run in than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. That's what I personally think. Right, okay. So you think you would have stayed up anyway? Because obviously Jesse Marsh came in and there was a lot of the, um, I'd say the usual easy kind of criticism, uh, American coming to the Premier League, uh, the Ted Lasso comparisons, all that kind of thing. But I mean, he seems to me to be an incredibly passionate and quite a personable bloke. How do you think, uh, how have you kind of taken to him since he's come in? (laughs) It's a bit like, he's a bit like my new boss. Like right. a bit like okay. you know, like like what they call like a promotional speaker or something like that. Like <laughs> everything's is. always good, everything's always great, and it's like oh, it's a bit too much. It's like yeah, this is Britain, mate. We don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit too much, <laughs> really. Um, I, obviously, I wish it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, time will tell. Okay, so you didn't necessarily, you weren't necessarily inspired by him last season, or I mean, you said kind of you thought you'd stay up anyway under Bielsa, so that kind of says to me that you know it wasn't necessarily Marsh that caused you to stay up. Um, I think the change of football. I think we're playing quite boring football as well now. Right. Okay. At the end of the season, we're playing quite boring. A lot of the yellow cards, I mean, we did get a lot of yellow yeah. cards and red cards underneath Bielsa as well, obviously. But a lot of the yellow cards and red mm. cards were at the end of the season as well. Yep. Yeah, you're and, having uh, quite a lot late on. But yeah. do you think that's maybe because, like, like you were pretty fucked? <laughs> you just <laughs> lost like five on the bounce, really yeah, struggling. Who were they against, though? Everton, Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham, Leicester, Villa. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Mixes. So it looked like they were like Newcastle, oh, like, Villa, and Everton. Newcastle, that were always a dodgy one. Look, Palace gave you three points, mate. All right, I don't know what you're. <laughs> well, that was before Christmas, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's a bit of a a bit of a difficult one. Um, so, but you you think the style of play? I mean, do you think that's him just adjusting and having to kind of shut up shop and prepare I think so and, yeah. and I think really a lot of the red cards and yellow cards as well they were, they were playing for their lives weren't they really yeah no definitely and, and, oh god it, it, without a heart or soul I do think Bielsa did have to go yeah because I think yeah you he kind wouldn't of, have changed no and it's yeah it's it kind of feels bad I mean he lasted a decent amount of time at Leeds what yeah. was he there four or five years um, kind of across his history that's been kind of the situation like you know the fabled Bielsa burnout as everyone says to it because mm. he is quite relentless and you know he I think it was because of him in January they didn't sign any people because he was like nope that was it yeah he was he was yeah. with a small squad and yeah that, that's, mm-hmm. that's it really yeah. it's Bielsa's way of nothing but the, 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 the things they did for that club it's like and the yeah. city itself yeah. is, is awesome mm-hmm yeah, well, they're talking about like statues of him and all sorts. I mean, they, they, he was always speaking to people. You'd see him in the supermarkets, really humble. Uh, just, just. Uh, I mean, we joke about this, but you know, he, he's just an absolute football pervert. Just fucking loves it. Yeah, um, I think. <laughs> um, so, kind of going into where we are now, like preseason and stuff. Obviously, the big, the big ones are Rafinha and Calvin Phillips going uh, to Barcelona and City. 
Um, did you feel that was kind of inevitable? Uh, and are you happy with the amount? You, you thought you'd keep Phillips? Um, I think Phillips is a bit... I'm, I'm happy for Rafinha because it was his... I have a com- I'm having a constant argument about this. Well, right. when it was happening with my dad. I thought uh-huh. speaking about his football, really, but I don't speak about anything else whatsoever. And, <laughs> and, yeah. um, I was happy for Rafinha. It was his dream as a yeah. boy. And he didn't want he didn't want to go anywhere else. Right. So I was happy for Rafinha. Um Phillips, I think <laughs> I know it's gonna sound I think Phillips is very overrated. So really? I'm, I'm actually um, yeah, I, I do. Interesting. I wouldn't. And this isn't. Hang on. This isn't you saying out of spite because he's gone now, is it? No, no, it's no. It's not like I you've wasn't. had a breakup and now no. you know she's terrible. I was more, I was more bothered about Rafinha going. Yeah, than Phillips. Well, I mean, Obviously, his. It's, it's sorry, easy with the with the last season because Phillips had a lot of injuries and didn't feature, yeah. and Rafinha. I mean, the, those celebrations on the last day of the season are iconic no, images. I've watched it about fifteen times now. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like I've watched <laughs> it so many times. You know the way he was celebrating, the emotions, scoring that penalty because, as well for him, it, in that situation, like it didn't probably matter whether he scored that penalty and Leeds stayed up or he missed that penalty and Leeds ended up going down. For if him, he had played. As well as he did, we got went down. It'd have been ten times easier for him to go to Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, he did that because of his love. And you could tell from the celebrations, he was in the crowd with his partner, top off with all the fans. Absolutely amazing. And yeah, like you said, if that's his dream move, like you can't really bemoan him. He was one of those players that, like, you could you could probably tell for a while he was gonna move on and win. Um. But at least he didn't go to anywhere in England. Well, at least <laughs> n- none of them went to the red shite. So, no. you know, that's the main thing. Well, Phillips had never done that anyway. No. I don't like Phillips, but I just don't, I don't, I don't think it's... Um, I think he's a English bit English tax? It. English tax, perhaps, we get sometimes? Yeah. yeah. I think oh, it's okay. like, it's a bit overrated. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the English players are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> for the amount of money they go for. And he's injury prone. Yep. Yeah. okay. And he is yeah, 25 now, 26, something like that. 26, yeah. 26. Um, no, I'm, oh, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm glad he's doing it. Yeah. But is it is he doing it for the right is he doing it for the right reasons or we got a lot of money for him so yeah fair enough yeah exactly it's, it's you know it a hundred million in basically for those two players um, yeah. and it seems to be that's turned into hire everyone who uh, bring in everyone who's worked with Jesse Marsh or was at, yeah, like no, that is a bit one of the Red Bull teams right um, Brendan, <laughs> Brendan Aronson um, Tyler Adams from Leipzig uh, sorry Brendan Adamson and Rasmus Christensen from Salzburg he got, seems good yeah uh, yeah, I think they're all. I mean, everyone from the Red Bull teams is really highly rated and exciting and very young. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I've had this similar conversations about a load of teams, but if you look at the players you've signed 21, 23, 23, 24, 25, 18, 24. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. So all really young. And so it's kind of, you know, all looking to the future and him playing that style so I don't know if you've catched them caught them in uh, pre-season at all and kind of seen any big changes or we did I did we were messaging with the Palace Leeds match yeah it wasn't the did you watch that but it's terrible it wasn't the best advert for either team Uh, I mean we took our under 23s there there was a penalty (laughs) for Leeds but like you could tell Leeds were working towards something 
Um, yeah. I think the problem was that one of your new signings, Sinistera, went off injured. Yeah, uh, which is a, which is quite that's quite a big blow and a shame uh, in preseason. Um, I've got big hopes for him because my favourite ever player is Colombian. So, who's your favourite ever player? Aspria. Faustino Aspria. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I used to love him. He used to he used to do backflips. That was it. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think there's any more? I mean, I've seen some rumours of Jack Harrison going. Do you think that will happen? And do you think that might be I like your your Harrison? Right. Do you rate any of your players? Yeah, I do. I do. So you I don't do. like Liam Cooper. You don't like Calvin Phillips. You don't no, like I, Jack I, Harrison. I understand what Liam, Liam Cooper. Came. Uh, Daniel James. You're going to like Daniel James, aren't you? Um. Yeah. He's playing oh, in the wrong position. Oh. Yeah, I like James sub, sub he, bench. He should be on the subs bench. I like James because he's like is Gelhart love. Oh, um, Gelhart's great. Gelhart was uh, the one who wasn't it in like the second to last game. Um, you played this absolutely mad ball over the top. He controlled it yeah, in the box, flicked it, it over a player. Oh, that was beautiful. I fucking love that. <laughs> uh, Gel- yeah, no, there's a lot of players I love, uh, but a lot of them. Uh, it's a bit. Ah, how to say it? Um, I think we've got better wingers. Okay. Than Jack Harrison, I think if we can get a decent amount of money for him, yeah. Then he, he has off days and. Right, he was quiet for a lot of last days. season. Yeah. And then he, he came back and got a hat trick or something, didn't he? Yeah, he scored. Um, he still obviously scored the winning goal as well, which was a bit of a fluke. Thank yeah. you. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, so do you think it, do you not are you do you not have concerns that if Harrison goes as well it's quite a bit you know him Rafinha and Calvin Phillips all going as far as me as like an outsider sees those as quite quite crucial parts to Leeds especially because like Bamford I mean he got he was injured for a long time came back got injured in like a celebration didn't he went out yeah. again got injured again when he came back. <sighs> We are going for a new attacker. Yeah, I don't want the Belgian one because he well, you don't you don't even know what to think about the news of half the time, do you? If it's true or not, blah, yeah, blah, it's, 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 it's obvious. You don't want to classic. You don't want to come to Leeds. No, he wants AC Milan. Uh, yeah. This is Charles de Ketteler, um twenty-one-year-old, highly rated. Wants AC Milan. I think they're just using Leeds potentially as a hey, look, the Premier League. They have lots of money. Be careful. Um, to try and probably bump up the price or something like that. Um, that PSG one, I quite like. He uh, was quite good. I'm not sure Got who. Okay. Who's PSG? Cali uh, Muendo. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> I know nothing about him. But, uh, Neither do I. There I we don't go. know anything about the Belgian guy. <laughs> it is the classic wait until you see him in the shirt, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's it now. Like, it is so hard. I mean, you check on, check on social media and every club signing everyone. Newcastle are linked to everyone. West Ham are linked to everyone. So, um, so you think that this is... I mean, it's good to see that, you know, you've you've at the minute you've spent exactly the money um, that you've got in, at least on players, because you kind of... Yeah. Well, you have to. Um, so do you think that kind of no matter what, looking forward now to next season, um, and I guess you can kind of take this as a prediction of where you think Leeds will finish, but do you think Marsh is in that situation where he'd probably stay even if you did get relegated? I think with Marsh, it's going to be how it starts. 
So I okay. don't think he's going to get as much chance as Bielsa. Okay. He's definitely not getting as much love from the fans as Bielsa did. Yeah, that's that's fair enough to say. I mean, he's got to get a fair crack of the whip, though, isn't he? Like, he, yeah. he, I don't think you can necessarily be too harsh to judge him on last season. Too harsh on Marsh. Too harsh on uh, Marsh. But, um, I just don't... It's like, I think it still hurts a lot of fans about Bielsa. Yep. About what he did for the club. And then so do you just, think it could turn toxic fairly quickly at Elland Road? Or... <sighs> Are you, are you like that as a fan base more? I mean, the problem is, that, uh, you know, I've only really seen Leeds in recent times and under Bielsa, like, you absolutely fucking loved it and you were creating a wicked atmosphere and all of that. So I, I'm not really sure if you've necessarily completely turned on managers and tried to drive them out in the past, say, for example, like a, a West Ham have done in recent memory. It all, dep- it all depends on... I mean, it's, it's just fickle, really, isn't it? It's fickle. Yeah. But like, if it's going well, fans are going to support him. As soon yeah. as it's not going well, they will support him. He might turn into some kind of Bielsa. I ain't got a clue. But yeah. Bielsa will love. Even when we were getting beat, getting yeah. smashed, they were, we were still singing his name. Yeah. So okay. it's... Yeah, that's... It's going to be a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess as long as, you know... We had this I had a conversation with... Uh, Matthew on a Southampton podcast and I kind of see it the same as Palace this year it's like or at least maybe Leeds can potentially be like Palace were last year you don't really know what to expect you've brought in quite a lot of players your expectations aren't necessarily that high but if you're gonna play an exciting brand of football and it's going to be decent to watch you can kind of forgive a fair amount um what I've seen so far is not that but okay. it's a new season. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I I, I told you about Palace. Vieira would either be a complete failure or yeah. you'd be really, and you'd be decent. Yeah. There's no middle ground. And you were decent. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. absolutely loved it. I can't wait for this season. <laughs> um, you mentioned your, your start. Um, I mean, your first fixtures are pretty decent. Wolves, Southampton, Chelsea is a big one. Um, who knows what could happen there? Then Brighton, Everton, Brentford, Nottingham Forest. So that's your first seven games. So you'd probably like to see him start big and start well, right? Yeah. I yeah. think you need to be the... F- <sighs> Chelsea, fair enough. You don't expect anything from Chelsea, really. No. Well, maybe last season... Chelsea were getting beat by all sorts, weren't they, really? Yeah, it was Random a mixed bag, and we don't really know what's <laughs> happening with them now this year. Like, they're not getting their players, and they're all going to Barcelona. It's all weird. Um, it's. I think it's them kind of clubs you need to be looking at. Mm-hmm, definitely. The first, the first game, if, if, we're, if we're terrible about them, then that could be straight yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the first game as well, so you can't really be built. Chelsea's not really... Yeah, don't look at Chelsea. Um, mm-hmm. a lot and of the, the rest, I think you're right. They're all, all of them are in that bracket where they could fit. You could justify them finishing 18th or 10th. Yeah. Wolves, Southampton, Brighton, Everton, Brentford, Forest, promoted sides. Wolves, uh, kind of. Um, I don't rate them. Southampton, who knows? Brighton, fucking hate them. Everton, probably getting relegated. Um, oh, I hope so. <laughs> Not because I dislike Everton. <laughs> but you don't like Lampard. You know, oh, I hate Fat Frank. 
lovely. So put a number on it then, Christian. I'm going to pin you down to one. Where do you where do you think you finish this season? Fourteenth. Fourteenth. There yeah. it is. Bang. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Christian, it's been a bloody pleasure to speak to you, mate. Uh, I've really, really enjoyed it. The little journey into your, uh, I guess, love slash hatred of various Leeds elements. Um, But it's been absolutely brilliant to speak to you. I love it. Um, Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, This marks the end of our our pre-season series with fans. Thank you to everyone that's got involved. And um, I look forward very much to doing this again next year. Um, And also... Keeping up with you, Christian, on uh, Leeds' progress yeah. under Marsh. Get you mean? Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't want to end on too much of a downer, mate. Um, <laughs> definitely. Join us on Twitter at Miles Offside Pod, uh, patreon.com forward slash Miles Offside Pod for all sorts of extra goodies you can get. Uh, we've got loads more podcasts coming out, our preseason preview. We've just recorded a. Uh, hour long special on Wagatha Christie a second part uh, so go and listen to that and then we've got fantasy Premier League stuff before the big kickoff on the 5th of August Premier League football is back bloody love it thank you very much and goodbye bye bye <laughs> <laughs>